Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you even a little bit know where we are, what we're doing, and how we got here? I know that we just got done doing our weekly wrap-ups, and the last regular chapter we did was Isaiah chapter 43, Mm -hmm. Um, but I honestly don't recall exactly what the last regular chapter entailed entirely. He's given the future shit. Who, Isaiah? Yeah. Okay. He's just like, yo. And God was telling the future to Isaiah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the whole the whole thing is kind of annoying because it's all stuff we've read before. Right. And it's all like Diddy or didn't he come along and and say this himself and tell the future, or are we doing a um Deutero Isaiah where two hundred years later somebody wrote some shit. Right, right. And attributed it to him. So what I'm gathering is that we're in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. We read some Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to read some more Isaiah. Correct. Which today would be what? Isaiah chapter 44. All right. You ready to get into some Isaiah? Sure as fuck am. All right. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so we are here jumping into Isaiah chapter 44. All right. Okay, but now... Jacob, listen. Yeah. My servant listen. Israel, whom I have chosen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. Listen up. This is what the Lord says. Is it? It is. Ready? I'm ready. He who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who will help you. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. Well, he'll only help you if you fear him and worship him and don't beat rocks and don't light the wrong incense. Yeah. And... Don't have leprosy and don't um, masturbate on the wrong day and don't have a child. Um, don't eat shellfish and don't, don't eat, wear mixed threads. Don't menstruate. Yeah. But other than that, you're good, yeah. maybe. So yeah. I, I don't know. I probably didn't list all the rules, but you know. You didn't. There's still more. There's more. There's but anyway, more. sure, he's going to help you. Um. Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed, but he just referred to Jacob as Jeshurun. Yeah. That's a name. Okay. And... It means upright. Wow. Okay. (laughs) It's just another word for Jacob and chosen and Israel. And I think it's funny that the name for Israel slash Mm -hmm. Jacob is Jeshuan, which is upright Mm -hmm. when he often doesn't like them. Right. Which would indicate to me that they aren't currently at that point in time upright. Exactly. So. Yeah. It doesn't always apply, maybe. It doesn't. So that is interesting. (laughs) So he continues, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring. Ew. Ew. And my blessing on your descendants. I don't know if that's right, man. You should probably contact HR before doing that. Yeah, don't, (laughs) don't pour out your spirit on people. That's grody. They will spring up like grass, your descendants, will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. Mm. Okay. I don't want that many children, but thank you. Right. But I think he's talking as like the group of Israelites, you know, not just like one person. Yeah. That would be a lot of work for one person. It would. But I mean, he's saying that all of you collectively are going to have lots of children and procreate and keep growing. And it's like, meh, one or two kids is enough. Thanks. That's still growing. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I, I get the idea that they had like lots of kids. Like I know, um, Abraham, you know, had lots of sons, right? you know, lots of them. Yeah. Okay. Some will say, I belong to the Lord. Others will call themselves by the name of Jacob. Still others will write on their hand, the Lord's, and will take the name Israel. Okay. It 
it's a thing that they used to do, particularly the um, the scribes. They would write the name of their master on their hand, oh. like almost as a tattoo branding kind of thing okay. to show who they belong to. Got, got it. So that's a thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so if somebody wrote Jacob's or Joshua's or Israel's, that meant I'm a child of God. You sure. Know, I've accepted I'm a Christian that's pre-Christian. Not, I was going to yeah. say you're not a Christian. No, I'm I'm a Jewish person that really, really loves the Christian part of Jew- Judaism. The, the, I, there is no Christian part I of know, Judaism. I understand that. I'm just saying, like, this, this book is so, like, part of the New Testament, in my mind, the way it's written and the way it's, like... Love the Lord. The Lord is Lord. Lordy, Lord, Lord. Yeah. It just. It, but you're gonna have to be very careful about. You I can't. Know. You can't say that Jewish people are Christians. That there's a huge difference. I know. I'm just saying, like the Christians have adopted this as their fifth gospel. Right. So it and it feels that way. Like I can see why they did, and so it just it it feels very. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, okay, like, you know, when um, Christians go to church on Easter or whatever, and, or Good Friday or whatever, and they put the cross ashes on their forehead. Have you seen that? Isn't that for Ash Wednesday? Okay, maybe that is what it is. But it's around Easter time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it just, that whole thing, like, you know, marking yourself, it just, it all feels part of the same thing. Got it. I don't know. I'm probably being crazy, but <laughs> in, just, in my mind, it all has the same, it all falls into the same bucket. I mean, it's all an Abrahamic religion. Yeah. But again, very different. Okay. So. It's just that like when we were in like the first five books yeah. and even through Kings, you know, uh-huh. it felt like very Jewish. Like I could very, very easily differentiate we are still in judaism well you know I, what i mean I like it's talking, very old sure and but you're you're definitely talking about different time frames when these mm-hmm. things were written and we are getting into some newer things but that doesn't indicate christianity at all no i understand that it, it's not saying christianity but it has the feel of oh we're on the cusp though it's coming and that's probably because people write Closer to what they're going to be writing, like in the New Testament. So, mm-hmm. like the writing styles are closer. And to... also, probably some New Testament fools came back and wrote some of this stuff in. Could very well and be. That's what I'm saying. Like it has the feel very different from the older stuff that we were reading. That I could very easily differentiate. You know, I, like I... this was Jewish. This is Christian. And now I feel more like this is leaning more Christian than Jewish. Just think, in feeling. I think we're just talking writing styles here. Okay. I think writing styles is where you're getting hung up, but I don't think there is any Christianity in this whatsoever. I understand that there's literally not. I'm not saying that there's literally Christianity in this. I'm Yes, very much writing style. I'm trying to unsink your ship here. I understand so, what you're saying. So, like, you've, you've, sunk, you've done sunk your ship. Okay. And now we're trying to unsink it. Okay. So. Are you saying that I'm talking out of my ass and I sound stupid? I'm saying that you cannot call Judaism, you can't compare it to Christianity. It is not Christianity at all. There is an entirely separate religion that is Judaism. Right, and I get that. But what I'm saying is that this part of 
Judaism, as we get closer to the New Testament, Which I'm feels telling you to say distinguish the the writing styles feel similar to what we think we're going to be getting into in the New Testament. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what but I'm saying. You should stop saying Christian. Okay, it's just. Okay. Writing styles. We're going to stick with writing styles. I know what I mean. You know what you mean. I know what I mean. All right. Anyway, this is what the Lord says. Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord Almighty. See, the king and redeemer. Come on. That is so not something written. Like, they would not have written that in the older (laughs) books that we were reading. (laughs) I am the first and I am the last. Oh, also... um. I, I did read in my notes, I am the first and I am the last yeah. is the first time that um, they are specifically saying monotheism, period, the end. Oh, okay. So, But they're still talking about idols in Isaiah, too. So, Right, but, okay. No, I, I'm just saying, but yeah, sure, I get, I, I get what you're saying. Yes. They're saying I'm the only guy, but that's I'm, not entirely true. Well, it's the first time that he's like, I'm the alpha and the omega. Mm. Like, that's the first time that that's a thing. Like, okay. where he's not saying that there are other gods that exist, but I'm the best. Now he's saying, I I was here before anybody else, and I will be here long after anybody else. Nobody created me. I was around before there was anything. Okay. I feel like he's kind of alluded to that before. Well, according but... to my notes that I read, this is the first time that he specifically stated it. Okay. So, this... Is I'm sorry, I'm, qu- I'm sorry, I'm questioning feelings. you so much, but I'm I'm just feeling I'm not feeling the the, the facts here. So I'm like I'm like I gotta I gotta question this a little bit more. Okay, I, and I hear what you're saying. I was like, oh really? I thought we had hit that before. But according right. to the notes that I have read, this is the first time he specifically said, "I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I was here before, and I will be here long after. Nobody created me. I am the Creator." Got it. Boom. But he literally refers to himself as I am. Right. Before but that's, this. Right. I am, though, is just saying, you know, I'm everything. I'm mm. everything is not the same thing as, and I was here first and nobody created me. Okay. That's not the same thing. But he says, he has said that he created the heavens and the earth and the, right. you know, things but like that. But this so. is the first time that he said, on top of I created everything first, he's saying, nobody created me. I was here before everything else. Got it. Not just I made everything else. I was here before all of that. Okay. And nobody made me. Okay. Okay. Sure. That's what I'm getting at. I see. Okay. So anyway, apart from me, there is no God. See? Yeah. Boom. Right. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. Okay. Okay. So he's not just saying you should love me and I'm the best and I'm awesome. He's like taking this a step further. Just feels gross. I hate it. it. Anyway. All who make idols are nothing, and the things they treasure are worthless. Those who would speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. Mm. Who shapes a god and casts an idol? Who can profit nothing? 
People who do that will be put to shame. Such craftsmen are only human beings. But they're craftsmen, I mean, though. Right. And, yeah. and the people that craft your... In, I, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I wonder... Well, the, um, in Judaism, they have the... Star, like, people wear, like, the, the David star, right? The Star of David? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there is some symbolism that they wear and craft mm-hmm. around about their God mm-hmm. for that religion, even. Yeah. So... There's not really I don't I don't feel like there's any religion that doesn't that doesn't have some sort of symbolism involved with it. Some kind of crafty right. object that they put on their desk or their table and Yeah, and I would wager that the people that they're talking about with these idols, mm-hmm. they don't see them as just a stone statue. It's the right. belief behind what that idol represents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not there's more to it than just a stone statue. Right. Which is the same thing for God, you know, like right. so it it's he's kind of, just like, no, mine only mine count. Right. I think he's just mad because back then no one was making stone idols of him. <laughs> <laughs> he is a jealous god. Right, yeah. Let them all come together and take their stand. They will be brought down to terror and shame. Okay, here we're about to get into this whole thing where he's going to give us minute details of how idols are made. Oh, okay. To show that... It's just humans doing it, not God. Got it. Taking notes. Yeah. Ready? (laughs) The blacksmith takes a tool and works with it in the coals. He shapes an idol with hammers. He forges it with the might of his arm. I love, I wish we had a camera right now because (laughs) you are like literally going through the motions. I am. And it's because it helps me stay on track with the story. Yeah. So, like, if I'm doing the actions that God's talking about, it Uh helps, like, it That's helps where you pay attention. It, it helps me pay attention, and then I can like be like, "Wait a second, that didn't work." I I was doing it with the the thing that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. So I can be, you know what I mean. How's your forging going? Forging's going well so far. Okay. The strong arm and the hammer. The I got might it. of the yeah. arm. Yeah. He gets hungry and loses his strength. Womp oh. womp. He drinks no water and grows faint. Oh. Mm, that's why doesn't he drink water? He should just stop and take a break. Right. Yeah. Like. No, all work and no play, you know, makes, <laughs> makes husband Idol a maker dull guy. boy. Yeah, right. Yeah. The carpenter measures with a line and makes an outline with a marker. He roughs it out with chisels and marks it with compasses. Hmm. Use your compass. I'm, I'm, I did. It was, it was just a little slight movement I did. Oh, okay. I did it. He shapes it in human form, human form in all its glory, okay. that it may dwell in a shrine. Okay. He cuts down cedars or perhaps took a cypress or oak. He let it grow among the trees of the forest or planted a pine and the rain made it grow. It is used as fuel for burning. Some of it he takes and warms himself. He kindles a fire and bakes bread, but he also fashions a god and worships it. <laughs> he makes an idol and bows down to it. Or sells it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it, what they usually seem to it's do. Just it's a representative of a god. Still, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I I think that they're like being silly. I think that they're saying you think that that's a god, and I think that the argument would be like, but no, they don't. Though they think that it's a symbol of the god. Right, yeah. They don't think that, that the idol is going to is... get up and walk around. You big dum dum. Right. I mean. It's the same idea as when, like, the Christians kiss their cross or whatever, right? Like, yeah. it's just something to you physically manifest that belief to into focus a, into... To focus your spiritual attention. Right, right. Yeah. It's not 
you're not saying that the cross is God. But that's the way they treat it. Like the, the way they treat idols in the Bible is that they treat them as though the idol itself is the God. But they only say that other people are doing that. Right. They're like, you think your idol is a God. And the people, if we were to read theirs, would their argument would probably be like, no, we don't. It, not right. any more yeah. than you do. Yeah. Like we're reading God's books. So God, of course, is going to refer to them in a derogatory sense. Yeah. So. God is like, our idols are awesome. Yours are stupid and you think they're real. Oh, no, remember, we don't have any idols. Not yet, anyway. Right. But we do, though, because they have right. temples. And they well, and have... they have, like, the golden calves, which were apparently part of another sect of uh, Judaism. Yeah. So. Yeah. But they also have um, their altars and, you know, right. they do have idols. They're just not the same format. They're right. not the same item. Right. But they are. You're saying they have physical manifestations of worshiping, like that exist to worship Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Right. Which is all an idol is. Right. Right. Half of the wood he burns in the fire. Over it he prepares his meal. He roasts his meat and eats his fill. You roast your meat over a fire. (laughs) He also warms himself and says, ah, I am warm. I see the fire. I have to tell you something. You don't be warm just from seeing the fire. No, you have to be close to it. You have to actually have the the fire be in your presence warming you. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're outside in the snow and you look in the window and you see the fire... You're not going to get warm. You don't get warm just from seeing the fire. Yeah, so that's silly. Mm -hmm. From the rest, he makes a god, his idol. (laughs) That's not how it works. (laughs) He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it and says, save me, you are my god. That's, mm. I don't believe that that's what they thought, though. I don't I, either. I think that this is oversimplifying and silly. Oh, it is. Well, I mean, this is propaganda, right? Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that you're, this is, so if you're an outsider looking in and you see somebody in another religion bowing down before a stone idol mm-hmm. or a wooden idol or whatever, your simple take could be to say, that person is worshiping that stone god right there. What's going on? That's weird. Instead of what that stone represents much as the way I worship my um, incense when I burn (laughs) it and smell it. Right. Cause that's what they do. Right. They got to have oil and incense and shit. Right. Right. You know, do all their things like somehow your actions are okay, but other people's aren't right. So stupid. Yeah. They know nothing. They understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so they cannot see. And their minds are closed, so they cannot understand. Mm. See, he's basically saying, they're fucking stupid. They're yeah. dumb, dumb, moron poop faces. Right. And I'm like, you are too. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. No one stops to think. No one has the knowledge of or understanding to say, half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood? But I bet if he carved the other half into a cross, that'd be just fine if we were in that time period. You know what I mean? Like From a Christian standpoint, yes. Or, yeah. okay, I bet if we um, made a teeny tiny, like, altar that we were taking to sacrifice or whatever, right. like, that would be fine, but it's not. So we did, we made something else, and that's silly. Again, just propaganda. I know. I just hate it. 
Such a person feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, is not this thing in my right hand a lie? Um, as much as this book we're reading is one. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Exactly. Whatever. Remember these things, Jacob, for you, Israel, are my servant. I have made you. You are my servant. Israel, I will not forget you. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. (laughs) Okay, that's the end of the quote. Okay. Sing for joy, you heavens, for the Lord has done this. Shout aloud, you earth beneath. Burst into song, you mountains, you forests, and all your trees. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob. He displays his glory in Israel. Woohoo! Partay! This is what the Lord says. Is it? Your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord, the maker of all things, who stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself, mm-hmm. who foils the signs of false prophets and makes fools of diviners, except for when I like them, who overthrows the learning of the wise and turns it into nonsense. <laughs> who carries out the words of his servants and fulfills the predictions of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem, it shall be inhabited. Of the towns of Judah, they shall be rebuilt. And of their ruins, I'll restore them. Who says to the watery deep, be dry, and I will dry up your streams. You know, as you do. Mm-hmm. Who do says? You, do you um, remember when, uh, when uh, what was it, Jericho fell and it was never, like never mm-hmm. going to be rebuilt? Ever. But then it was. Even in the Bible. But then it was. It was. In the Bible. In the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd and he will accomplish all that I please. He will save Jerusalem. Let it be rebuilt. And of the temple, let its foundations be laid. You, you, God is, okay, okay. I find this really um, weird, Mm -hmm. odd, Mm -hmm. dumb Mm -hmm. that... God is taking Cyrus and implementing a non, non-God believer, mm-hmm. non-Him believer, mm-hmm. to use as his tool mm-hmm. to redeem Israel and Jacob. Mm-hmm. That seems dumb. I have some notes on that. Okay. Okay. So first of all, this is um, proof two ways. If you are a believer, then you're like... Holy shit balls! This was written 200 years before Cyrus mm. ever came around. Oh my fucking god! This is prophecy fulfilled because we know that Cyrus did indeed come along and do some shit. Oh wowzy, wowzy, wowzy! And not only did Cyrus come along, but Cyrus wasn't even of God. Oh my, what? How? Wow! I okay. see. We're supposed to be blown away here. I mm-hmm. uh, got yeah. Now that's the believey side, right? Okay. Yeah. The academic scholar, I studied this shit side, says, okay, so anyways, you could tell from the, as you said, writing style, that this shit was written 200 years later and then, you know, tucked in like a bookmark of, wow, let's pretend that God totally spelled out that Cyrus would come and do this shit. Yeah. And that's cool. Because guess what? We're today and Cyrus did this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And if we can make it look otherwise, like yeah. it was written years ago, then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this looks really good. The problem is that they didn't know that people would 
you know, keep getting smarter and smarter. Yeah. And be able to tell your writing style didn't match up. Mm-hmm. Fail. Right. You get an F on this writing project. Yeah. I can totally tell that you Googled it. <laughs> you did a bad job, Bard. Right. Okay. So also um, the fact that Cyrus um, was not a Jew. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other people who write and who say... Cyrus read this book that had his name in it and he was so touched by the Lord that as a non-believer, as a non-Jew, he was like, but I still have to fulfill God's word. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because my name is in this book and I'm not even a fucking Jew. So what? No, that, that never happened. That never happened. That never happened. Ever. No, because he was renowned. For being a person who let all, all, the, people. all the people that he right. conquered. Yeah. yeah. And moreover, Not just... if you read about yourself, if you really thought that you read a prophecy that was written about you 200 years prior in a book about a god, you would immediately switch to that religion, would you not? Yes. But here's the thing. If you believed it. I am persnickety. And if I read a prophecy that said I was going to do a thing, I would 100% psychology would work on me because I would 100% do the opposite Uh just to say, no, you did not predict me. Gotcha. Okay. So they could totally get me by being like, haha, just kidding. We wanted her to do the opposite. So, (laughs) because I'm telling you right now, if if I read a book, a, a tome, from history that was like, and wife said and did a thing, right. I would be like, watch me. Right. Hold my beer while I don't do that thing. Yeah. Because I'm, like I said, I'm persnickety. That's just what I would do. Sure. Sure. So anyway, that's my notes about Cyrus. Okay. okay? Yeah. And that's the end of the chapter. Oh, that chapter. was the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so yeah, some more predicty, non-predicty stuff. Mm-hmm. And but that, he named Cyrus by name. Yeah, yeah. The people that years. that were there with Cyrus named Cyrus by name, and they stuck it back in the goddamn book. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah. But anyway, that was Isaiah chapter forty-four. Sure as fuck was. Which means that tomorrow we'll be back with Isaiah chapter forty-five. Oh, and real quick, I should say this: mm-hmm. um, we're getting this out late, obviously today, mm-hmm. and we didn't do one on Christmas Day, which we thought we were going to do. But uh, we we're kind of figuring out what we're planning on doing tonight because we're we've got a lot of episodes to figure out or maybe skip one. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But I just wanted to kind of give a heads up to everybody. It's just it is what it is when we get to what it is. Yeah, so. because um, Christmas happened, and even though we are not um, either Jewish or Christian, right? So we, we still have family obligations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did the whole presents and dinners and and it was busy. And it, but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And I hope that everybody had a good celebration of whatever the fuck they did. Happy federal holiday unto you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so we will get out of here for today, and we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Isaiah chapter forty-five. Sure as fuck will. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye. Wife! Do you know where we are, what happened, and how we got here? Uh, Well, we just got done reading Isaiah chapter 44. We did! And in that chapter, it seemed like there was um, prophetic things happening. It was a little bit of everything. It was like, Cyrus is going to come. Yeah. But it was also, people that make idols are so stupid. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
They're like, but they make it out of wood. Do they just worship the piece of wood? With dummies. And I'm, and I'm like, like, what if I do worship the piece of wood? Fuck you, man. But also, you guys have idols too. And shut your pie holes. Yeah. Besides, I I just got like a, a solo thing that burns wood. for it's, a, it's like a little mini campfire thing for, you know, Mythmas. So, and I don't know what to do with it. But apparently you can put wood in it and burn it. So, I'm going to use the extra wood to burn in, in that, that thing. Because well, I want to roast a, a marshmallow over it. A marshmallow. <laughs> I think we should keep it down in the basement for emergencies. emergencies. Yeah. yeah. Traveling campfire in case of yeah. um, zombie apocalypse yeah. or what have you. And also so that we can burn our idols real quick. That's right. Just in case. Just you in know, case. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. All the idols that we have <laughs> that we're always making. Right. All right. So that was Isaiah chapter 44. It sure as fuck was. Which means that today we're getting into... Isaiah chapter 45. All right. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay. So we are jumping right into Isaiah chapter 45. All right. Okay. Yeah. And... We're continuing. It's like a continuation. Is it okay? a continuance from forty four? It's it's a it's, it's carry resuming. On. It's resuming. Resuming, yes, a resumption. <laughs> <laughs> Consumption? No. No. Okay. This is what the Lord says to His anointed. Who's His anointed? Uh, Isaiah. Well, normally, oh, yes. Oh, the Jacob and the Israelites. Normally, and... yes, but he's not talking about his Cyrus? special... Yeah. Ah, okay. Talking about his one non-Jewish Sorry, took, dude. took me a minute, but I got there. Because we're, we're carrying on from last time. Right, right. He's yeah. like, my dude Cyrus, that's not a Jew, but he's still cool with me. Sure. That's what he's doing. Right, yeah. Okay? Whose right hand I take hold of to subdue nations before him and to strip kings of their armor... To open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. All right. Oh, this is. Do you remember that there was a thing that said that was said earlier about the doors will not shut and the gates will not. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was a reference to somebody else. I thought, mm. or maybe it was Cyrus. But I thought I don't was... know. But let me tell you what they mean by Cyrus because I actually know a little bit about this. Okay. All right. So Cyrus um, did a thing where um, he's like, I'm going to attack this city. And I think it was Babylon, actually. Mm -hmm. And then Babylon was like, just try. And he was like, okay. And so um, they dug out the pits and had the water, like, go somewhere else so that the water in the city, like, went really, really low so that they could just go under the the gates and then they went right through the doors. Oh. And then so they were like, boom, I just took you. Babylon. That's really smart. Yeah. And so that's what that gates and doors thing is about. Okay. He's like, got it. Yeah. Done. No problem. Babylon's mine. What's up now? Okay. Yeah. Because he's such a chill dude, you know? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and I own this place now, and (laughs) I'm going to let the Jews go, and I'm just awesome. Okay. So he conquers and then lives and lets live. And God's like, you are my guy. And Cyrus is like, yeah, I read that somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I saw my name in this 200-year-old well, document. Well, that's what the Bible wants us to think. Yeah. He's that... like he's like somebody told me about this thing and and everybody's like, "I know, like I I just scribbled his name in the notes <laughs> and made him think it was him and so now he's like really excited to let these people go." Right, right. That's what happened. 
some some juice snuck in and they were like, we're just going to scribble this in the notes and then he'll he'll think that it's true, that that's what he's supposed to do. See, I'm I'm of the opinion that he never actually read this and it never had his name in it when if if, 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 if wow even if he did read it mm-hmm. i couldn't even get that out sorry but even if he did read it even if he did read it i don't think it was in, his name was in it okay here's what i think though i think because he was renowned for having a lot of books and reading a lot do you remember that sure like he had a lot of books on his his shelf okay so i think that he might actually have read stuff and I think that people knew that he was renowned for reading. And so I think that they went in there and they snuck some notes into some of these texts. And then he read it and was like, dude, they're talking about me. And they were like, yeah, they are. I think, I no. No? No, I don't All think right. that's what happened. But it would be cool if it was, though. I guess That'd so. be a neat movie. It'd be a neat movie, yeah. I would like to see that, that movie. That I could, I could get down with, yeah. All right, so anyway... Uh, to open the doors before him so that gates will not be shut. I will go before you and I will level the mountains. Wow. How about that? Damn. Because I'm God, you know. Yeah. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Wait, God can cut through bars of iron now? This time. He used to be allergic to iron. He used to. That was before when we were in the um, fairy tale days. This now is we're still the fairy tale days, though. But now we're in the Cyrus fairy tale days. It's it's a different fairy tale. Okay. Now we're in the um, is this prophecy like, days. Is this like with allergies? Every seven years they change. Is like that maybe... true? I well, thought that was bankrupt. I heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that once. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but I know it's not true with me with regard to shellfish. Right? No, it definitely is. That's been a long I'm time. I'm still allergic to shellfish. But like, no, that's why they, people tell you. I mean, like sometimes you try something because that you used to be allergic to because you might not still be. Sometimes people do. But actually, when I talked to of, a doctor, he said that's not true. Really? That every time you eat something, you re up your seven years. Really? Yep. Interesting. Yep. That you it starts hmm. over. Yeah, I, I should look into that. I don't know. I mean, I. I'm I like, no idea. how does your body just have a clock inside? Your body is like, <laughs> nope, reset. I, like, I don't, I don't know if I believe that now that I'm really thinking about it. Right. But that's what he said. Anyway, okay. okay. Yeah. So God is still talking. Anyway, yeah, he's not allergic to iron. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places. Ooh. So that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. I need to get Nicolas Cage on this job. Oh, <laughs> tell me this wouldn't be a good movie. Come on. Come on. <laughs> For the sake of Jacob, my servant of Israel, my chosen, I summon you, Cyrus, by name and bestow on you a title of honor, even though you do not acknowledge me. Huh. He's wow. like, you're not a Jew. You don't believe in me, but I'm still going to bless you. I just feel like he wouldn't have uh, he wouldn't have fucked around with this in the years past, you know? Back in the days of Moses. He being God. He God being God. Yeah, I'm sorry. Would not have. God would not have fucked around with like, you know, a honoring, honoring a non-believer. Yeah. And, and, and he's the, Cyrus past. is the only one. So, right. yeah, I'm just like, yeah, y'all snuck that He's kind of like the Tigger of the Bible. The Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> the tops are made out of rubbers. The bottoms are made out of springs. <laughs> the bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. <laughs> But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. Yes, yeah, that's that, that's that what one. I was referring okay, to. <laughs> okay, I, I just, you know, you can't say Tigger without... <laughs> right. Okay, okay yeah. sorry, sorry, okay. I am the Lord, not Tigger. Uh-huh. And there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. 
I will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me, so that from the rising of the sun to the place of its setting, people may, so that's like from east to west. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. Um, people may know there is none besides me. Okay, wait. So the fact that there's an east and a west and that's where the sun rises and sets or sets and rises. Yeah. That's what makes God. I, you know. I, I wasn't a believer until then. But now I am like, no, that's called like science and how the earth spins around. the. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I yeah, can't with this. Right. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form the light and create the darkness. I bring prosperity and create disaster because I'm an asshole. <laughs> I, the Lord, do all these fucking things. Okay. Okay. Anyway, carrying yeah. on. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. You heavens above rain down on my righteousness. On God's righteousness? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what else rains down? Rain. Rain in that song by Lady Gaga. Gaga? And I, yeah, that's how we call her. Oh, okay. In in the social media's world. Oh. We say Lady Gaga. Mm, I don't like that. Well, that's how I like it because it's fun. Okay. And I heard a few people say it and I was like, yep. And it's stuck in my brain. Okay. And Ariana Grande, um, they sing a song that goes, rain on me. Yes, I am familiar yeah. with that, actually. Yeah, so rain down on my righteousness mm -hmm. and also on Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Mm. Let the clouds shower it down. Let the earth open wide. Let salvation spring up. Let righteousness flourish with it. I, the Lord, have created it. Boom. There Boom. it be. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Woe, to, the, woe <laughs> to those who quarrel with their maker. Don't be fighting with your maker. Okay. Those who are nothing but... Pot shards. Oh yeah, remember the yeah, pot, pot shards. Yeah. Pot shards. Right, right. Yeah, those who are nothing but pot shards are among the pot shards on the ground. I I forgot about the. So pot it's just shards. like it's just like pieces of pottery, right? Pottery. Yeah, yeah. Right. Shards of pottery. Right. Potter, exactly, pottery. Exactly. Exactly what it sounds like. Pot shards. Yeah. Yeah. Does the clay say to the potter, "What you making?" Does your work say, Hold "Potter on. has no hands"? If the clay said to the potter, "What you making?" You think the potter the potter would get angry? No, but what's it's supposed to be pointing out that the maker is the maker and the thing it makes is not on an equal ground with the creator. Right. But I'm saying God wants to say that you shouldn't do these things, right? Because mm -hmm. but he made things that can mm -hmm. and therefore he shouldn't be surprised that right. It's going to ask questions about him. Right. Because if you were fucking with Clay and Clay was like, what you making? Yeah. If you knew Clay could talk, you'd I would be, expect it to talk back to you. would be like, oh, I was thinking about um, maybe, uh, I don't know, ashtray. Yeah. Right. Because isn't that what kids make with Clay? <laughs> yeah. They always yeah, generally, make ashtrays. Yeah. Either that or Why? a pipe, you know, for the, yeah, you got to make a pipe too. Mm. Uh, no. And when I was in school, we always made ashtrays. No, we, we try to make pipes. Mm. And we made bowls. That's yeah. about it. That's all you can make. Right. You can't make a cup. It never comes out good. Right. Because it's got to be flat on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> never comes out good. Definitely can't make a pitcher. Right. Not a vase. Right. Like, what else can you make with clay? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, if it was like, what you making? And you told it, it probably would just shake its little clay head and be like, yeah, that tracks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. To the one who says to a father, what have you begotten? Or to a mother, what you brought to birth. Okay. So. It's whoa. The thing whoa, is not. Man. The, the creation is not supposed to question the creator. 
But I, I still don't understand why. What's the problem with that? Right. Like why? Why is there? Why is there a, a problem with that? You that doesn't make sense to you me. You can't hold up to questioning. Right. Yeah. Like why? Like my child can ask me. You know, what did you make me for? What is my purpose? What am I about? Why did right? And we would endeavor to answer that question like, as well was as we could. Even born. But we you wouldn't know? think that we wouldn't call him an asshole and tell him to shut the fuck up. Stop asking that fucking question. Right. Or else I'm going to dead you. What? <laughs> like, no, that's not what you do. You appease your child or creation and and you'd be like you were made to learn your purpose and to fulfill whatever um, joy or purpose that you find. Right. Like, I can't tell you what your purpose is. You have to find your own purpose. Sure. What do you want to do? But but you don't get mad for them right. asking a question. Exactly. Right. Yeah. See, That's but, all I was getting but at. But God's a dick. Well, yeah. So people are better than God. I, I agree. Okay. Generally. This, not always. Right, oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Just generally. <laughs> this is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and its maker. Concerning things to come, do you question me about my children or give me orders about the work of my hands? Fuck. It is I who made the earth and created mankind on it, you know, because I'm awesome. My own hand stretches out the heavens. I marshaled their starry hosts. He's really excited about all the things he does. I'm so fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm God, man. What up? Right. He likes to tell us as much as possible, too. So I will raise up Cyrus in my righteousness, even though he doesn't believe in me. Right. Like, he's not Jewish, but whatever. Yeah. He's awesome. I will make all his ways straight, not gay. (laughs) No, this is referring to like he's always about the straight path and the right walking upright and all that. I know, I know. I just thought it would be funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. you Sorry, I didn't didn't mean to ruin your joke. But well, this is God is anti-gay, so you know he could have meant it that way. Yes and no. I mean, I I wouldn't. I I would leave that bit out because. There's a lot of people that are trying to interpret the words as not being anti-gay, which I approve of. Okay. So. So maybe like, God I, isn't. I, I'm anti-gay? never gonna. Well, in, in your better groupings of Christianity or Judaism or what have you, they are trying to view it in a light that does not harm the LGBTQ community as much as you know well, previous versions. Here's my thing. I think God as written in this book is based on men and men are anti-gay. And so of course their God is anti-gay, but now people are like, Ooh, maybe we shouldn't be that way though. And so now they're like, let's not be anti-gay. And so now they're like, we can't unwrite the Bible, but we can try to reinterpret some of it so that it's less anti-gay. Sure. You and I know that the Bible is bullshit, right? Right. Okay. So that, but that but, doesn't make God not anti-gay. Okay, but it also allows us to say, okay, knowing that the Bible is bullshit, if you want to interpret this in a way that doesn't harm people, then I'm all for it, man. Sure. You do whatever you want with this but fictional piece of shit. That is different, though. You're talking about people interpreting the Bible as opposed to the Bible. Right. God is anti-gay. The Bible is anti-gay. And I'm glad that now people are like, maybe let's not, though. Because that's awesome. I'm just, I'm struggling with calling it that because, like, I, I don't want to, I, I, okay, all right. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't think that that's a fair interpretation when people are attempting to interpret it 
as something that is not anti-gay. I'm glad that they are doing that. Right. That is a good move. Okay. I approve of that. All right. And they need to not be anti-gay. Right. I totally agree with that. And God's a dick. I completely agree with that as well. All right. He will rebuild my cities, you know, Cyrus, because yes. I'm up up in love with him. You yeah, know? right. And set my exiles free. It's going to be so cool. But not for a price of reward, says the Lord Almighty. He's just going to do it for free. Mm, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. This is what the Lord says. The products of Egypt and the merchandise of Cush and all those tall Sabians, they will come over to you and will be yours. Mm. They will trudge behind you, coming over to you in chains. So, Oh, so slaves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Still very much pro-slavery. Yeah. The Bible and God are. Right. Yeah. Um, so what happened was Cyrus did conquer all these peoples. Mm -hmm. And then because of that and because he loved um, Israel. Sure. And the people. Um, Cyrus did transfer some of that wealth, including slaves and goods that he took from all these other lands. He transferred them to the Jews. Got it. So that happened. Yep. So anyway, um, they will trudge behind you, coming over to you in chains. You know, those slaves. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. They will bow down before you and plead with you, saying, Surely God is with you, and there is no other. There is no other God. Woohoo! Truly, you are a God who has been hiding himself, the God and Savior of Israel. What? Wait, God hiding. is calling Cyrus a God? No, 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 This is That was the end of the quote. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, now, they're, they're saying to him, truly, you are a God who has been hiding himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. The God okay. and Savior of Israel. Yay. I, you know? Okay. All right. All the makers of idols will be put to shame and disgraced. They will go off into disgrace together, but Israel will be saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You will never be put to shame or disgraced to ages everlasting. For this is what the Lord says. So basically because Cyrus liked him, liked Israel, mm -hmm. then God's taking credit for being his buddy and saying, yes. you know, I did all this. I totally picked him. Right. I handpicked him. Okay. Mm -hmm. With my gaudy hand. <laughs> he who created the heavens is what the Lord says. He who created the heavens, he is God. He who fashioned and made the earth, he founded it. He did not create it to be empty, but formed it to be inhabited. He says, I am the Lord and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret from somewhere in a land of darkness. I have not said to Jacob's descendants, seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak the truth. I declare what is right. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, now we get some, some more about idols. Oh, I boy. love the parts yeah, about idols. Ready? Yep. Gather together and come. Assemble, you fugitives from the nations. Ignorant are those who carry about idols of wood, who pray to gods that cannot save. Declare what is to be. Present it. Let them take counsel together. Who foretold this long ago? Who declared it from the distant past? Was it not I, the Lord? And there is no God apart from me, a righteous God and a Savior. There is none but me. Me, 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 right. I, yeah. I, 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 me. I am, I am, me, 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 I. Yeah, we can't go two seconds without talking about him. Mm-hmm. 
Turn to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. That's there. There they are talking about the ends of the earth again. Yeah. Which Flat is, Earth motherfuckers. Well, I'm just saying, like just you saying. know. By myself, I have sworn. My mouth has uttered in all integrity a word that will not be revoked. Before me, every knee will bow. By me, every tongue will swear. They will say of me, in the Lord alone, our deliverance and strength. All who have raged against him will come to him and be put to shame. But all the descendants of Israel will find deliverance in the Lord and will make their boast in him. The end. Okay. All right. Go God. God's, Woo! God's winning through Cyrus. Yeah. Through Cyrus. He yeah. belatedly handpicked him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Good job. I believe you. I guess. All right. So there's another non-prophecy from his Isaiah mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was written well after him. I'm, 200 years after right, him. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really have much else to say to you. No, we kind of said it all throughout. Yeah, I think I thought so. So that was Isaiah chapter 45. Sure as fuck was. Which means that tomorrow we'll be back with... Isaiah chapter 46. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know where the hell we are and what we're doing and what happened? Well, we just got done reading Isaiah chapter 45. We did. And in that chapter, I believe God flattened a mountain. And he uh, cut through some iron, even though he used to be allergic to it. Mm-hmm. And he made buddy-buddy with uh, good old Cyrus over there. Yeah, he he choosed them 200 he, years before Cyrus came around. Yeah, it's crazy how that happened. It was magic. And they called it ahead of time by 200 years. That's weird. It's almost like they wrote it 200 years later and then stuck it back into the book. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, that was Isaiah chapter 45. Sure as fuck was. Which means that today we're going to be getting into... Isaiah chapter 46. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so here we are hopping into Isaiah chapter 46. Okay. And just an FYI... This is a continuation of where we left off with chapter 45. Where we left off at chapter 45 was idols. They're not good. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Yeah. You have to build them and they're bad. We've known this for quite a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's it's not like they haven't covered this, like the entire fucking Bible so Right. But this is Isaiah's take on it. Sure. Okay. This is him telling us the what, what. But I'm just, it's like, it feels like they've tried to take care of these fucking things. Mm-hmm. over and over and over They're again always killing all the idols right and then the idols just they fuck like bunnies apparently mm-hmm. like it just keeps popping up as a problem it does yeah okay so this starts off bell bows down nebo stoops low their idols are born by beasts of burden now those guys that i mentioned bell and nebo yeah they're gods they're not disney characters they're not okay and i was thinking that we probably should learn more about them in our q a this saturday i think that that's yeah okay sure but just suffice it to be said for the moment those are um babylonian and assyrian gods it's interesting that you know a god that wants to be the only god Mm -hmm. is literally calling out other gods by name in, in his book 
Yes, but he's calling out the idols thereof. Sure. He's like, y'all keep worshiping the idols of these guys who don't exist. R- sure. That's but what, that that's being said, happening. if they're making if they've got a name drop, right? Yeah. That still means that they hold sway with, with people. people. Yeah. Which to me is a big deal. I agree. So So the sentence their idols are born by beasts of burden. Yeah. So what that means is these um, people, they're going into captivity, right? They're mm-hmm. being the Babylonian exiles happening, okay? Sure. Or going to be happening or whatever. Right, okay? right, yeah. And they're they're actually carrying physically their idols with them into the captivity. And okay. so the significance of that is that they are physically carrying their gods with them. Got As it. opposed to, um, you know, God just existing and not needing to be carried. Which I find ironic because tabernacle and... Right, and the ark. The ark. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, can you even believe they're carrying their gods around while they travel? OMG. Right. And it's like, yes, I can. We had to hold your house. We had to carry around your fucking house. Your throne. And your goddamn throne. Your your fucking pillar of smoke and shit. Well, I mean, like, they didn't carry that around. But it floated around. I'm just saying, like, we carried all that shit across the goddamn desert. Right. And you're laughing at these folks for doing the same goddamn thing. Right, right. Like, just the irony, it burns. Right. You know? Yep. The images that are carried about are burdensome. A burden for the weary. Yes, yes, it is burdensome to carry your God around with you. I agree. I mean, it's burdensome to carry anything around with you, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's burdensome for that animal that you said that's carrying it, <laughs> yes, right? Right. It's, yeah. It's the fucking horse, the llama, sure. the the donkey, right? Carrying that shit. I bet there's some you know lesser to do people that don't have those things and sure. they're walking. And there's some women that have their little Asherah poles tucked away in their purses, <laughs> like, ooh, don't let my. You husband think they were that this. small? I mean. I feel I like they would have been bigger. I don't know because there were times when the women um, hid them from their spouses. And how could they hide them unless they were small enough to be hidden? Got it. You These know? like ancient dildos? I did not expect that word to come out of your mouth. <laughs> um, yes, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Okay? I, you know, I mean, sure. the women had them. They hid them from their husbands. It just... You know, well, because they were for fertility and for, for right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop. So anyway, they stoop and bow down together, unable to rescue the burden. They themselves go off into captivity. Oh, okay. Right. I'm not okay. Weren't List, they already going into captivity? Yes. It didn't really matter whether no. they had the burden or not, right? No, it okay. didn't. It didn't. I was just double checking. Okay, now we got some quotes. Ready? Sure, yeah. Listen to me, you descendants of Jacob, all the remnant of the people of Israel, you whom I have upheld since your damn birth and have carried since you were fucking born, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Mm. Okay. Okay. So he's like, fuck, man. I mean, I he says that, but I, right. again, 
He goes through moods, you know? Yeah. He's like, I'll totally save you, except that I literally am calling you a remnant because I didn't <laughs> save all of you. Right. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like that kind of defeats the whole thing that's happening. Yeah, yeah. So. With whom will you compare me or count me equal? To whom will you liken me that we may be compared? Well, I mean, based on the fact that they're carrying these other gods, I'm assuming they're all they're them. comparing them to you. Those is who they are all, comparing all you of to. the gods, right? All of yeah, them. yeah. You you are one of many. You're in that mix, maybe. Yep. Kind of. Sure. Sure. Some pour out gold from their bags and weigh out silver on the scales. They hire a goldsmith to make it into a god, and they bow down and worship it. They lift it to their shoulders and carry it. <laughs> they set it up in its place, and there it stands. Okay. From that spot, it cannot move. I mean, they they did they moved it. Mm-hmm. They're they're carrying it. That's how it got there. Right. I mean, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> and again, you know, this is so pot calling kettle black. You know, like, right, right. Like you don't get to you don't get to complain about somebody else's religion and their practices if you literally had them practice and do the exact same thing. Right. You know, that, right. That's bullshit. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he didn't have them create idols of him, but I mean... Didn't he? Isn't that what the fucking tabernacle well, was? Okay, they, they did... He literally gave them instructions on how to build the house of him. Right. How right. is that not an idol? It's the biggest idol. It's the idol of idols. <laughs> they had to carry him around right. in their little fucking treasure chest. Sure. You know? Yeah. Even though someone cries out to it, it cannot answer. It cannot save them from their troubles. Maybe because if it did, their faces would melt. You know, similar to like, I don't know, the fucking Ark. Well, yeah, sure. Right. But I mean, uh, I was going to say that, you know, that people cry out to God and he doesn't right. answer them. Right. He answers some random fucking dude. And that dude's supposed to relay the message to everybody else. And, right. Like, how is, is it? You, how is not getting the message from yahweh any different than not getting the message from any other fucking guy right like or, I didn't or get idol the, i didn't get the message from and then fill in the blank right right yeah like this is a fucking mad lib remember this keep it in mind take it to heart you rebels i love that you <laughs> rebels remember the former things those of long ago i excuse you am god okay i am god okay and there is no other. Humph. I am God and there is none like me. And I, if I say it loud enough and often enough, you might believe it. I guess, but he's not really even saying it. He's no, I know. saying it's it to Isaiah. apparently Isaiah, right. which even that is debatable. Yeah. It, this is not Isaiah. This is proto, no, deutero Isaiah. This is somebody else in Isaiah's name, Isaiah. Right, right. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. Mm. I say, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. He's going to do all Boom. of it. Okay. Yeah. From the east, I summon a bird of prey. That's um, Cyrus. That's a reference okay. to Cyrus. Right. From a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. Cyrus. Oh, okay. What I have said. That I will bring about. What I have planned, that I will do. Listen to me, you stubborn-hearted. You who are now far from my righteousness. Like, they're literally going into captivity. Can you not? Well, okay, so 
let, let's let's step back just a second here because I feel like you know how this is them writing this during the Babylonian exile, right, or whatever. They mm-hmm. they already know this shit is happening, right? Yeah. yeah. They are doubling down on the prophecy shit. Like they are doubling mm-hmm. down hardcore on the see how I knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. See how I knew all the things. Like yeah, but you we we know, man. We know why you know. Mm-hmm. We know that you know because somebody fucking wrote it when it happened. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to pretend like it was some sort of a fucking prophecy because they thought they could pass one over on everybody. Right. Because they didn't know that studying writing styles would ever be a thing. Right. Yeah. Well, and most people were illiterate back then. Sure. Like, you you could decide to create something and pass it off as you know, part of the thing that's always been there because yeah. there's not a lot of people to, to go back and say, nah, that wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. Or, well, how would they argue? They can't even fucking read. Right. So. Right. Exactly. I, continues God, according to Deutero Isaiah. Right. I am bringing my righteousness near. It is not far away. And my salvation will not be delayed. Hmm. I will grant salvation to Zion, my splendor, to Israel, the end. Got it. Okay. Got it, yeah. So, again, um, idol's bad, I'm awesome. Yeah, and he's being very magnanimous through Cyrus. hmm Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Like, all this is very interesting to me, knowing when it was written. hmm And, like, just the amount, like, it's, he's saying, he's saying more than he needs to say because he's, like, it's it, try hard. It's, yeah, it's real try hard. Yeah. So it's, it's so try hard. It's like I'm gonna yell at you a whole lot for several chapters, and I'm gonna tell you the tell, and then I'm gonna tell you the telltale, and then I'm gonna tell it some more <laughs> and make sure that you know that I told you so that believers can be all isn't that cute the way that happened? It's so magical. Right. And so that non-believers can be like, dude, <laughs> you need to stop. Yeah. You're too much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's what's happening. All right. Well, that was Isaiah chapter 46. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Isaiah chapter 47. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Husband! 
Wife. Do you remember what happened and how the hell we got here? Well, we just read Isaiah chapter 46. Correct. And in there we had some uh, Disney sounding characters. There was Belle and Nebo. Not, not Nemo, <laughs> but Nebo. Yeah, I forgot and, about those guys. And the, uh, the, the people that were going to Babylon as like, you know, captives or whatever, they were they were carrying their idols with them, and apparently that was a lot of a burden for them, according to God, because yes, God yes. doesn't like their idols. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Fuck those idols and their burdens." Mm-hmm. And people were like, "But we still have idols." So sorry, man. Right. Even he's like, even un into Babylon, they had like, them. He's like, "Thou shall not have those idols." And they were like, "But guess what? I did." We still do. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, idols. Even even remnants. God does not like idols. And the remnants are like, but I still have them. Right, right. So that was Isaiah chapter 46. It was. Which means that today we're getting into... Isaiah chapter 47. Awesome. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. All right, we are hopping into Isaiah chapter 47. Okay. And just so you know, this chapter could and should be called Fuck Babylon, Babylon is Fucked. Babylon? I said Babylon. (laughs) In my head, I said Babylon, but my mouth said Babylon because dyslexia. Sure. Yeah, you blame it on that a lot. I have that. Right. It's not my fault. Okay. I say things wrong and it comes out wrong and then but you I thought make dyslexia fun of me. was like transposing letters. You are so stereotyping. No, well, I don't know. It's also tell me about it. It's also confusing sounds. Ah. Like your brain thinks you said something or transposes things or just makes noises incorrectly. See, now I learned something. Yeah. But your your mouth doesn't agree with your brain and your sometimes your eyes get into it and okay sometimes it's your eyes and your brain and your mouth sometimes it's just your brain and your mouth sometimes it's your brain and your eyes got it like yeah all it's, kinds of, it's all a kinds mess of issues. it's yeah. a mess all right. so i'm sitting here say, thinking see yeah thinking right. fuck babylon babylon is fucked but my my mouth put the f from fuck with the Babylon. Yeah, right. So it, Babylon. Babylon. Right. See? Yeah, I got it. So anyway, Babylon is fucked. Fuck Babylon. Got it. Okay? Yep. All right. Isaiah 47. Here we sure. go. Okay. Okay. Go sit down. No. Sit in the dust. I'm, what? Virgin daughter Babylon. I don't want to sit in the dust. That's You're not Babylon. He's talking to Babylon. But they probably don't want to sit in the dust either. It, well, he's not talking to any particular person of ba- Babylon. Babylon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, forget it. It's done now. <laughs> it's it's Babylon from now right, on. Right, yeah. Um, he's referring to the city, the personification of the city. Okay. So he's he's talking to the virgin daughter Babylon, like basically as a woman. He's okay. like, you, you know, woman who's never um been been touched you think you're so like innocent and perfect right okay so he's like go sit in the dust sit on the ground without a throne queen city of the babylonians Mm. so he's like he's making fun of the city okay okay? yeah no more will you be called tender or delicate take millstones and grind flour take off your veil lift up your skirts bear bear your legs and wade through the streams your nakedness will be exposed. 
and your shame uncovered. Okay. So he's like just basically calling her a whore and he's like, you know, you are pretending to be innocent and nothing, but you are, you know. Isn't, maybe I'm, I'm probably, well, no. Okay. I guess Cyrus had conquered Babylon too, mm-hmm. right? Like that wasn't okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And there's something, there's the Babylonian exile, which is, what was that? That's when, That's, didn't the Babylonians conquer the yeah. Israelites? Yeah. Okay. So this is... This at- is before Cyrus has come to save them. Okay. Okay. All right. This event is taking place okay, okay. as the Babylons thought they were so awesome, this right? Is, so Cyrus is... This is essentially... They're not being awesome anymore because Cyrus is coming to destroy them, basically, or whatever. Or, right. Or, exactly. Or take, take them over yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, you know, Babylon thought they were so great because they conquered Israel. Right. And, and so this is nah, 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 nah. Yeah, exactly. You guys suck. Exactly. Okay. And so he's and, like shaming Babylon the way Babylon shamed the Israelites. And hypothetically, since we're still in Isaiah, this is all a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yes. But it sounds like it's reading more like Chronicles or Kings or something like mm-hmm. that, though. Exactly. So. I will take vengeance. I will spare no one. Our Redeemer, the Lord Almighty, is his name, FYI, okay, yeah. is the Holy One of Israel. Is he? That's what That's what we say. I, I must, must have missed that bit. Yeah, I mean, he only said it like a hundred <laughs> times, right? Sit in silence. Go into darkness, Queen City of the Babylonians. No more will you be called Queen of Kingdoms. I was angry with my people and desecrated my inheritance. I gave them into your hand, right. Babylon. Yeah. I gave them into your hand and you showed them no mercy. Even on the aged, you laid a very heavy yoke. You're God. You should have known that. He, well, he he used Babylon as a tool, but then he's mad at Babylon for being the tool that he used. Right. And you know what hypothetically, I mean? God knows all, so he would yeah. have known that this was going to happen. And he did. So it's I, I, they, I can't understand being angry at something that you know is going to happen. You know? Well, it's basically like... If, okay, do you remember in the movie 28 Days Later? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So towards the end, spoilers, FYI, if you haven't seen that movie yet, it's a zombie movie. It's one of the best ever. Right. It's not old, it's just not new. Mm. At this point, I think we could say it's old. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's agree to disagree. Okay. So, okay, towards the end, um, Jim is trying, the main character guy, he's trying to break into the compound to free. the girls. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So um, I can't remember their names. The girl is Hannah and I can't remember the the woman who is his partner. Not really that remember. important. Yeah, it's not. So anyway, he's trying to free them, right? Yeah. So he sets loose a zombie who had been chained up mm-hmm. to go attack them. So he set loose the zombie, right? He's using a tool that he knows is going to fuck their shit up. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make him not think that the zombie is bad. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a good analogy, I think. It's okay. God is using a zombie or something bad, the Babylonians, and he's like, but I am still going to, you know, kill you later because you are a zombie right, or but I guess Babylon it's, it's not or just whatever. The, it's, I guess if he was doing that, I would expect him to say, just as I said, this is the way it would go. Right. You know, like, that type of thing. I guess I guess I agree with you in that, but there shouldn't be some so much um, emotional 
right. malice and and like vehement anger. Like, yeah. how dare you? Because they were merely a tool. Right. It, so it should it, be just, you know how you were bad and how I used you because you were bad and I knew you'd be bad. Yeah, your time's come. Yeah, now I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to get you. you now. Yeah. Like. As I said, I would. Right. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right in that there shouldn't. I don't mind him getting on to them for being bad, but there shouldn't be this. I can't even believe you did that. Right. I just, I, I feel like this God should be speaking more in inevitabilities than right. in, than in, in, in emotions. True. So true. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Right. Okay. You said this is, God, yeah, Isaiah God as God continuing. Right, right, you right. said, I am forever the eternal queen, but you did not consider these things or reflect on what might happen, Babylon. Okay. Now then, listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, I am, and there is none besides me. I will never be a widow or suffer the loss of children. Hmm. Both of these will overtake you in a moment on a single day. Loss of children and widowhood. I see. Because, you know, I'm God and I'm a son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just get this straight. You're going to kill children. Right. Yeah. Babylonian children. From what he's saying, the only thing that they're really guilty of is pleasure and uh, not not taking you as their Lord. to God, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely kill the children. That will totally be justice. Right. I mean, this would be like um, if the zombies could have children, which they can't. So, you know what I mean? Like, even that, like, of course you would kill zombie children because zombie children, like, they still eat people. But these children are not zombies. They're children. So you're saying that he's looking at the Babylonians as less than human. Yeah. Okay. He's looking at the, the Babylonian children as though it's inevitable that they'll grow up to be sons of bitches instead of as people who are free to make their own choices and can be saved or whatever. Well, I would think that's a fair assessment because, honestly, God has shown that he doesn't care about enslaving other races of people mm-hmm. in the Bible. So he definitely must think of if we're if we're. Doing in canon, right? For playing, yeah, oh, God yeah, exists totally, and all. totally. So he must believe that certain humans, certain people, are lesser than, mm-hmm. are not equal to. Sure. So that that has to be his viewpoint. Otherwise, these things don't work for this story. You know, for any of the stories, right, honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has already said that women are less than. Right. Know? Yeah. Ugh. They will come upon you in full measure in spite of your many sorceries and all your potent spells. Mm. So like Babylon was renowned for having um, lots of like magicians and stuff. I've always wanted to see a real magician. Me too. So I guess I should, if I ever get a time machine, I should go back to the Babylonian times. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. I'm listening to this book right now called um, Acts of Violet. Not violence. Right. Violet. Right. Okay. And it's about a girl who is a magician. Her name is Violet, who mm-hmm. disappeared mid act. And like, this is 10 years later. Sure. And her sister and everybody is dealing with like the falling out of that having happened. And it's like the 10 year anniversary. And so there's going to be like this vigil. Um, and so, you know, the question is was she really magic or was she just a great magician? And, um, um, did she, um, orchestrate her own disappearance or, you know, did something happen to her? Right. Is right. she still alive or is she dead? 
Yeah. Like, that's cool. Anyway, magicians. Sure. Made me think of that. Yeah. And um, I'm listening. Well, I mean, I already said it, so I might as well just say a little bit more. I'm listening to the audiobook of it. It is fucking phenomenal because it's like this full-blown cast. Yeah. And there's like blog posts and newspaper reports and um, interviews with um, witnesses and stuff. It's really cool. Anyway, if you listen to the audio, let me know what you think. I'm about halfway through it and I'm just intrigued. Got to know what's going to happen. Okay. Magicians. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Magic. Okay. Babylon. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have trusted in your wickedness and have said, no one sees me. Your wisdom and knowledge mislead you when you say to yourself, I am, and there is none besides me. Hmm. Disaster will come up. I know, right? It's like he's quoting himself and saying, how yeah. dare you say these things that I say all the fucking right. time. Right, yeah, yeah. It's weird, huh? Yeah. Disaster will come upon you, and you will not know how to conjure it away. So he's huh. like, you can do magic, but you can't magic your way out of this, bitches. <laughs> a calamity will fall upon you that you cannot ward off with a ransom. A catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly come upon you. Except I just told you, so I guess you can foresee it, question mark? Right. I mean, like, hypothetically, this is a uh, prophecy, so uh -huh, it's already uh -huh. written down. Yeah. So, sure they can. If they read anything, they would know, apparently. Yeah, you just told them. Yeah. Like, it's also, like... Also, if you were keeping a secret, you would think that... I mean, you wouldn't write it down, first of all. And if you did write it down, even if somebody didn't read it, somebody's going to say something about it. You know, like nobody's good at keeping a secret. It's true. So it's true. if it was written down somewhere for hundreds of years, mm -hmm. somebody would have told the fucking Babylonians. Like, hey, FYI, this shit's coming down the stream. Right. It's going to be a car wreck next week. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Keep on then with your magic spells and with your many sorceries, which you have labored at since childhood. Perhaps you will succeed. Perhaps you will cause terror. Hmm. All the counsel you have received has only worn you out. Let your astrologers come forward, those stargazers who make predictions month by month. Let them save you from what is coming upon you. Surely they are like stubble. The fire will burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the flame. These are not coals for warmth. This is not a fire to sit by. <laughs> He's getting up. He's you know, I, I feel like there was not a lot of entertainment back then. Right. So, like, prophecy must have been good entertainment, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. these must, I, I it feel, still is, honestly. Right, right, right. But I feel like these guys must have been, like, performers, you know? Because mm -hmm. the Babylonians obviously had some. Like, yeah. that's what he's kind of, kind of referencing here. Yeah. But, like, he's referencing people that are exactly what this guy is supposed to be. Right. Like, exactly. Isaiah is a fucking prophet. He's yeah. telling the future. He's telling things that are going to happen. Yeah. And they're like, ha, look at these people trying to tell the future and things that are going to happen. Yeah. And it's, it's just so ridiculous. It's just the hypocrisy and the backwardsness of, like, the inability to see that you are spouting off exactly that which you rail against is so asinine. It's like. Right. It's like listening to Republicans talk about how horrible one thing is and then and then they they just totally twist their brains around to be able to do the opposite right right or to to say the exact same thing is good for them but not for the other quote unquote team or yeah, whatever right that is all they are to you these you have dealt with and labored with since childhood all of them go on in their error there is not one that can save you mm. the end 
Okay. All your magicians and All prophets are bad. Those Babylonians are fucked. Only mine are good. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I said. This chapter could be called yeah. Fuck Babylon. The Babylonians are fucked. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I concur. Okay. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, I don't think I have anything. Do you have anything else? I have nothing else yeah, to add. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all there was. Magic is cool. I, you know, I want I want to see real magic just once. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It'd be awesome. You know, it would change my mind about a lot of things. It really would. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we just haven't been to a good enough magic I show. Guess, I guess. Yeah. Right. So uh, that was Isaiah chapter 47. Sure as fuck was. Which means that today is actually Friday. It is. So we'll be back tomorrow with... Q&A Saturday. That's right. And then on Sunday, we'll be back with... Patreon. And then I will get the weekly wrap up together. And on Monday, we will be back with... Isaiah chapter 48. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? Well, today's Saturday, which usually means that we're doing... Q&A Saturday. That's right. And what are we queuing and aing today? Um, we are going over Isaiah chapters 44, 45, 46, and 47. And... And... And, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about a couple of gods. Oh, is it our uh, Disney friends? Um, Bell and Nabu. Nabu. I thought it was Nibu. It's both. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's not Nemo. So summaries and gods. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to do this? I am. Let's do it. Okie dokie. All right. So we're doing our Q&A. Okay. Saturday. Saturday. And uh, let's start with Isaiah chapter 44. Okay. Okay. Yep. That chapter was basically turned to God and also um, God went over the folly of making idols. Yes, he did. And the process of making them. Right. And that was when you were like, I, I'll burn wood. Yeah. In my little wood burner. Right. Yeah. And um, that happened. So, so idols bad still. Yes. Again. Yes. Right. And then also, uh, it was the first mention of Cyrus by name as the one who will deliver, as a prophecy. Sure. The one who will deliver uh, Israel from Babylon. Which I think is, it's really just awkwardly weird. Yeah. Because it it makes it obvious mm -hmm. that this is a tryhard. Mm -hmm. You know, like... You don't have to think that hard about what's going on here to know that this wasn't a fucking prophecy. But Christians really hard believe it. Yeah, but that's because they drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, true. I'm you know, I it's mean, true. it's I don't have any other words other than that, but no, it's just it, are... to me it's glaringly obvious mm -hmm. that this is a tryhard. They're they're yeah. trying way too hard to make this a prophecy. Completely agree. So, that's all. So then we move on to the next chapter, Isaiah 45. Yep. And that's when um, God specifically commissioned Cyrus. Okay. And then he created everything God did because you know how it be. Yeah. Or he told us how he did that, right? Yeah. Because he likes to tell us over and over again. Exactly. And then um, he talks about how the Egyptian, Ethiopian, and Sabian peoples um, were conquered by yeah. Cyrus and 
Um, so, uh, what are their names? The Israelites are gonna um, see some of those treasures trickle down, and but okay. the problem is that um, Babylon is gonna be defeated by Cyrus. Got it. Who okay. will then set the Israelites, Israelites free? free. Right. Yeah. But why, why? Why? I don't understand. I don't remember them having treasures trickle down from those countries or whatever. It, Was it, that? I don't think that's spelled of, out. No, it's just part of like the prophecy. Something that he says um, in verse fourteen. He's talking about um, the fact that they paid homage to um, distant nations, and then those nations were named. Got it. And that they received treasures. I mean, basically what I hear throughout the Bible is, you guys suck real hard and I'm going to ruin you. And then, oh, I love you guys. Here's some stuff, but also your worms. Right. Is that pretty much the gist yeah, of it? Yeah, it's that borderline personality disorder book entitled, I love, or no, I hate you, don't leave me. Right, right. Yeah. 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 And then we hear more about Babylon's idols and don't forget to look to the Lord for salvation. Sure. Sure. So then we get to Isaiah chapter 46, and that's where we hear about um, those two false gods. Bel and Nebo? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah. And I'll talk about them in a minute. I just want to, like, get through these chapters. Sure, sure. But, yeah, that's where we hear about those gods. Yeah. Okay? And the people are carrying away their false gods on carriages. Mm -hmm. And so God's like, those poor animals, that sucks, like... You know, real gods don't have to be carried. Right. And it's like... But we did carry you. We carried your fucking house. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. Across the goddamn desert. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Remember? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And um, then he goes on to say that the Lord knows the beginning and the end. And he's, you know, the great I am that was here before and after and all that. Right. Okay, and then chapter 47 was the chapter that we referred to as fuck Babylon, Babylonians are fucked. Right. And And that happened. They were. Yeah. So I don't even need to. I mean, most of it was that was some of the wording was confusing somewhat. But once Mm -hmm. we figured out what the basic messages were, it was not like there's not a lot to these chapters. No, no, not at all. It was just you had to get past the. The poetry of the words. Yeah, whatever. you have to just understand like the overall message. And it's very simple. Yeah. God made everything and he's really proud of it. He doesn't want you to make idols and shit. He's going to kill some people because they suck apparently at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use some guy that doesn't believe in him to do it. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So. so there's that. Okay. So now let's go into our fun gods. This is the fun part. Okay. To me. Yeah. So Bel and Nebo um, were mentioned in Isaiah chapter 46. It says, Bel bows down, Nebo stoops low. Their idols are born by beasts of burden. Right. That's a lot of alliteration. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting at the time that they even mentioned other gods. Right. Because it doesn't happen a lot. Like Molech was mentioned at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a couple of instances maybe. Right. But this was a weird one-off right in the middle of this. Yeah. It was very strange that he's like, stop. Yeah. You know? So that's because these two gods were actually being um, very much 
celebrated and worshipped at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So Bel and Nebo were names of two false gods that the idol-worshipping nations served. They are the names of the pagan gods um, who might be familiar to us because Belshazzar um, contains Bel yeah. and Nebuchadnezzar um, has oh. the Neba. Okay. Nebo, Nabu. Okay. And Nebo and Nabu are synonymous. They're interchangeable. It just depends on which culture right. of the Mesopotamian area um, says it. Sure. So that's okay. that's why I say one versus the other. I gotcha. Okay. It just depends on whichever one comes to my head first. Right, right. Okay. But let's talk about Bell first. Okay. okay. Yeah. Bell, B-E-L, okay, yeah. as opposed to L. E L two L's. No. Oh, uh, I'm saying Bell B E L as opposed to L E L. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah, like, like God L. Right. Like Yahweh L. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. The similarity just you know continues to right annoy yeah. and astound. Yeah. So B E L is a title signifying Lord or Master, much like L was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was applied to various gods in the Mesopotamian religion of Akkad, Assyria, and Babylon. Hmm. Okay. The female form is Belit or Belite, B-E-L-I-T. Okay. In Akkadian. Okay. And it means lady or mistress. Got it. Okay. So these are titles less than they are specific names. Okay. Okay. Like doctor instead of, you know, Mr. Smith. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So, Bel is represented in Greek as Belos and in Latin as Belus or Belus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Belit, 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 I don't know, the chick, appears in Greek form as Beltis. Okay. Okay. Now, linguistically, Bel is an East Semitic form cognate with the Southwest Semitic Baal. Of the same meaning. Come on, say that. Why, can, okay. you, can you give me layman's term Yeah, on I'll that? give you the layman's term. All right. Bell and Baal as titles come from the same fucking place. Got it. Okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what that means. That makes sense. Okay. So, And Baal, Baal there's is the god Baal, and then there's Baal, Baal. who is like right. the right, master Or whatever. just lowercase g, I'm talking about God. Sure. Right. Okay. So, Bel was especially used for the Babylonian god Marduk, okay. whom we've heard a little bit about. Yeah. And we're going to talk about him in a different Q&A because we've heard just enough about him now that I want to know more. Okay? Mm-hmm. But Bel was used for the Babylonian god Marduk in Assyrian and Neo-Babylonian personal names or mentioned in inscriptions. In a Mesopotamian context. Okay. Okay. So those two names can be interchangeable. Like Bel could be um, the title of Marduk or Bel can be much like Baal or Baal. Yeah. Bel can be a separate god. Okay. Okay. All right. So similarly, Belit, you know, his chick. Yeah. His, his side piece. Right. Mostly refers to Marduk's spouse, Sarpanit. Oh, okay. It's okay. a cool name. Mm-hmm. So Marduk's mother, the Sumerian goddess, often referred to in the Sumerian language as Ninhursag, 
Damkina, and Ninma was often known as Balit Ili, which means Lady of the Gods in Akkadian. Okay. Okay? Yep. So we've got Marduk or Bel. We've got his wife, Belite or, right. you know, whatever. And then we've got Marduk's mom. Okay. Okay? Yep. In Mandian um, cosmology, which that's just another form, like the Gnostics. Um, okay. It's just another over there kind of faith or lack thereof kind of thing. Got it. The name for Jupiter is Bill, B-I-L, which is derived from the name Bell. Oh, okay. okay. So basically what I'm saying is that there's just all these different guys over there and they're all about the same thing. Sure. Okay. One, if you if you ask me, and, and again, I'm, I'm basing this just on the little knowledge that I have, but with the reference to L and Bell, mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot of these stories originated from the same things. Mm-hmm. They did. Essentially. Yes, they did. They went different directions, obviously. Right. It's the but... game of telephone, but with gods. Right. And god titles and god names and offices of gods. And and that's how we end up with so many reoccurring stories throughout different cultures yes. and different religions is that they are essentially the same thing, just told in different cultures and different yes. different areas. Passed down over the ages. Right. They're bound to change, much the way a guy who fishes brings home a fish this big, but then by the time 50 years have passed, it was that big. Right, right. Right. So, though often identified with Greek Zeus and Latin Jupiter uh-huh. as Zeus Belos or Jupiter Belus. Huh. In other cases, Belus is interpreted as an ancient king who founded Babylon and built the ziggurat. I've heard of the ziggurat before. Yeah, we, we I've told you about okay. the ziggurat is basically um, a huge kind of uh, pyramid. Okay. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an okay. early, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And he is recognized and worshipped as the god of war. Okay. Okay. Sure. So, our... Tabanus, or yeah, Artabanus, who was an early Greek historian, is cited as stating in his Jewish history that he found an anonymous work that giants who had been dwelling in Babylonia were destroyed by the gods for impiety, meaning okay. they were misbehaving. Yeah, but one of them named Belus, 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 right, escaped. And settled in Babylon and lived in the tower which he built and named the Tower of Belus. Is that the Tower of Babylon? Who knows? Okay. Is it? I don't well, know. Well, I'm, I'm asking this because I heard, I don't know if it was you and I talking about something or if I heard this se- separately somewhere, but um, I've heard people refer to Nimrod as some sort of a demon god type thing almost that sounds familiar and i think we talked so, about that and and that has something to do with the tower of babel also mm-hmm. and so i'm just like there's i i guess i'm asking this like we we won't get to the bottom of this today but there are so many stories that sound so similar well and think about this um this one um giant yeah. escaped right. much like the giant that caught a ride on noah's Ark, right, you know? which then also made an appearance in the Bible when mm-hmm. they were fighting in, you know, Israel. Yeah. So, so who knows, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. 
So an early text by Abidanus, um, his book was called Concerning the Assyrians, which very early text. Okay. Okay. Yep. Like way back. States that the site of Babylon was originally water and called a sea, but Belus put an end to this and assigned a district to each and surrounded Babylon with a wall. And at the appointed time, he disappeared. Okay, so that was all like in quotes. Okay. Okay, from yeah. that book. All right. This seems to be a rationalized version of the god Marduk's defeat of the Mesopotamian goddess of the sea, Tiamat, whom I've talked about before yeah. because I love her. Right. Followed here by Belus becoming a god. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And a little earlier in that same section, in a supposed prophecy by King Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar claims to be descended from Belus. Hmm. Okay. Interesting, right? Yeah. Okay, so now let's talk about, speaking of Nebed, let's talk about Nabu. Okay. Okay. Sure. So Nabu is the ancient Mesopotamian patron god of literacy, the rational arts, scribes, and wisdom. He was also the inventor of writing a divine scribe, and a god of vegetation. So he dabbled in a little bit of everything. Sure, yeah. He's the son of Marduk and Sarpenetum. Okay, all right. Okay. And those were the two big ones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So now we've got Marduk's son, or right. Bell's son. Yeah, which okay. is Nebo, Nebo, mm -hmm. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Nabu wore a horned cap and stood with his hands clasped in the ancient gesture of priesthood. He hmm. rode on a winged dragon known as Sarush. That's really cool. Right? Yeah. That originally belonged to his father Marduk. In Babylonian astrology, Nabu was identified with the planet Mercury. My dad never passes down a dragon I can ride. I no, I, no, why, why don't I get a dragon? I I would like to put in a complaint. Yeah. Because I didn't get one either. I, I didn't get one because I'm a girl. I don't know why you didn't get one. You, right? You're also I'm, the oldest son. Yeah, I should totally get a dragon. You should call your dad tomorrow and yeah, ask like, where the fuck's up? my dragon, man? Yeah. Like, do I have to reach a certain age? I'm old. Can I have it now? <laughs> so in Hellenistic times, meaning Greek, yeah. Nabu was sometimes identified with the Greek Apollo as oh. a giver of prophecies. Okay. Because, you know, he's the guy of writing, the god of writing and stuff. Right. So right. prophecies is very similar. Yeah. Okay. As the god of wisdom and a divine messenger, Nabu was linked with the Greek god Hermes, the Roman god Mercury, and the Egyptian god Thoth. Hmm. Okay. Okay. The Akkadian Nabu means announcer or authorized person, and the Hebrew Navi, and all of those mean prophet. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I th I thought that was well, very it's, cool. It's interesting how this all translates. So like it goes from like your Babylonian areas, and then and then it translates, and and, and all these other um, Mesopotamian areas mm -hmm. to then being like part of the Greeks and part mm -hmm. of you know like this. Yeah. It's the part that amazes me about all this these works, these gods, these things, mm -hmm. is that they're all so interconnected and yet no one really talks about that in, in modern day right. um, religion. You know, right. like it's not, 
it's it's all there to be found out. But why why aren't we asking these questions? Why aren't we talking about these things? Why aren't they part of the narrative? Like you and I had to do a Q&A three years into our podcast to read about these gods. You right. Know? Yeah. Like and how they're like, oh, by the way, this guy's also sometimes Hermes. Right. Like, we've heard of Hermes. He was the uh, Greek god with the fucking wings on his feet, you know? Sure. And th- here's the thing. We, we all know, like, most of, I would assume that most of the people, most of our fans, most of you out there have heard or know that, you know, all the stories that happen in the Bible are based on older stories, are based on, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. all... It's all regurgitated, you know, stories, legends, and legends stuff. and myths yeah. and stuff. Right. But it's something that never gets discussed, even though there are very direct, you know, links to these other gods, to these other stories, right. to these other things. And I feel like if you're going to be so in, immersed in a religion, you would want to you would want to know and talk about right. these relations, these relationships to these other gods, to these yeah. other things because it is it is something to like i couldn't it informs your god right and i couldn't imagine not being curious about it right like saying oh no i'm just going to i'm I'm only going to accept exactly how somebody else told me to really relate this information to Mm -hmm. my religion exactly i'm not going to dig any further even though there's names of gods even though there's stories that are from other gods even though there's all these other things Mm -hmm. that point to Outside of my religion, mm-hmm. I'm never going to look into it. I'm never going to dig deeper than the surface. I guess that's what gets me because I'm interested in a lot of things. I'm interested in writing. And so I spend a lot of my time because I'm interested in writing. I um, read a lot of writing guides. Some of them that, you know, contradict each other right. in advice or memoirs about writers, you know, from writers. Yeah. And I watch a lot of writing YouTube videos and I I listen to podcasts about writing. So I'm exploring my interest that I, you know, that informs who I am as a person, right? Like yeah. I am a writer, I love writing and so I research writing all the time. Why is it that you have Christians, this is who they are, but they don't they're not curious about anything about it yeah it's like they stopped get it it's like the parents who don't like their kids music because they just stopped with their music right yeah they don't care anymore they're like this is what i want this is what i'm only the 60s the end right like no actually 80s 90s 2000s and today have some pretty good fucking music right and honestly like for our listeners out there i don't think that they should stop with what we're telling them because we're not we're we're Digging very surface into these oh, very things. surface, and you know we're mostly trying to give you a um, a place to start, a place to start, and just ideas to take and run with. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure to this day, to right now, even in this episode, we probably got some things slightly wrong. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. at the very least. So God bless the internet, but also God curse the internet. Right? You know? Yeah. There's always somebody out there that knows way more than we know about way subjects. More. Yeah. But. It's the the process of being curious about these things that matters to me. Mm-hmm. And and I hope that that's what matters to a lot of our listeners because Same. I think you should always keep learning. I think you should always ask questions. And that's what the whole impetus for our podcast was, mm-hmm. is to just ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like we wanted to know more. Right. And 
so here we are. We're learning more, and it's really, really fucking cool. I think, especially so too. when we dig into these other gods and things. Like I, those are love my that. favorite parts because yeah. it just further brings home the fact that the one book that we're reading is just not the end all be all. Right, and it's not even the beginning. I would have never thought this at the beginning of this whole journey that we've been on, but. I want to continue learning about how all these things intermingle Mm -hmm. and how they all relate to history. Like there's so much. It's so rich in in so many different stories and cultures Mm -hmm. that I I want to continue to learn. I want to learn more about it. It makes me want to keep going further and further back. And be like, what was the beginning initial source of all of these stories? <laughs> right. Not because I believe in God. No. Not, not because I want to know more about a God that I don't believe in. But because I'm curious where these human stories, right. where these where these myths started from, where they came from, why they I'm are. I'm curious about the people, not the gods. Yeah. I'm curious about the people no, and their beliefs in the gods. It's just an interesting story. It's an interesting yeah. way to look at that historical period in time. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So this is fun. Yeah. So um, anyway, going back to Nabu, he was worshipped by the Babylonians and the Assyrians. Okay. He gained prominence among the Babylonians in the first millennium BC when he was identified as the son of the god Marduk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nabu symbols include a stylus resting on a tablet, as well as a simple wedge shape. And okay. The image of that King Nabonidus. Ne- hold on. Nab. <laughs> yeah, that's a Nabo. Nab. Hold on. Let me try this again. <laughs> Nabonidus. Nabonidus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know how I have dyslexia, right? Yes. I get my B's and my D's mixed up. And when there's more than one of them in the same word, I have to try really hard. Got it. So that's what happened just then. I was like, are you a B or a D? Right. Yeah. So Nabonidus. Right. Like tendonitis, but Nabonidus. Exactly. Um, He placed the image of that wedge shape uh, atop his royal scepter. Huh. So okay. that, you know, he could be, like, related close to the god, you know? Got it. Yeah. yeah. So Nabu was continuously worshipped until the second century when cuneiform became a lost art. Huh. Interesting, right? Yeah. Because so it was basically the their written language lost favor, and so... And so the god, god of god writing. Died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And But it is interesting to me that he was the son of gods... Mm-hmm. And worshipped in around the first century BC, mm-hmm. so it it only preceded Jesus, the Jesus story, by about a, a century. Or he so. was continuously worshipped until the second century. Oh, so into so it overlapped 200. into Christianity, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. interesting, right? Or yeah. at least the early forms of Christianity when so Christ was born. Or this what the story, fuck ever. this story about Nebuchadnezzar was had to had to have been very. Prescient in mm-hmm. in the whole, you know, beginnings of the Christian mu- movement. Yes, like that had to be an impetus, almost maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not entirely, but like that story was there. It right? had to be involved. Well, yeah, because here's another thing. So we're talking about Nabu, the son of Marduk, right? So uh, Marduk and his side piece, yeah, they were actually worshipped in Babylon's sister city 
And I did not write down the name of this sister city, but it was like Bullish or Babelish okay. or something. Bubblicious. Bubblicious. We'll yeah. call it Bubblicious. Sure. Okay. And so they had giant statues of Marduk and his side chick. Okay. Sure. In Bubblicious. And Got every it. year they would bring the statues into Babylon to worship them during that one time period. And then they would, you know, take them back to the sister city. Got it. So, I mean, this was like an active practice. Right. So um, then when Naboo was related as his son, I imagine that they were still worshiping his father for them to be, have a reason to worship the son. You know what I mean? Right, right. So we've got the father and the son already happening. Yeah. And... Very, very actively being worshipped. Like, moving these statues from one city to another was no easy feat because these things were fucking giant. Right. Um, That brings me to my final point, which is that there is a colossal statue of the god Nabu dated from the 8th century BC hmm. from Nimrud on display in the National Museum of Iraq. No shit. No shit. Wow. Yeah. The 8th century BC. Huh. Yeah. So That's really cool. That means that they were worshiping this guy for a really fucking long time. Right. If and they were still worshiping him into the 2nd century BC. Right. And these 80. cultures and religions definitely overlapped with, you know, it, Judaism. Yeah. And even Christianity just on the edges of it anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very, very interesting. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yeah. No, the I, time I, period alone. And, and that's that's what I'll, like, I don't think I could ever learn enough about the time periods and where these gods, mm -hmm. you know, resided, the stories about them, and how they all intermingle with all these other stories and, and myths. This makes so. me really want to learn more geography. Like, I've never wanted to understand geography more than studying all this stuff to see how all of the different countries and cities and just the different name places whatever we're calling them right. how they well, all fit together and especially because the world that we're talking about is so much smaller than the entire planet you know mm -hmm. like it's such a small like this is you're almost talking about like a um fantasy map from like you know lord right. of the rings or something like exactly which, which mountain range did this one happen in and which forest was that and you know exactly. like it's all it's very it's very uh fantasy like the the yes. whole idea of this whole thing seems very like very much like a fantasy book. Mm -hmm. So I, mm -hmm. it, I it, that's why I think I think that's part of why I find it interesting too. Sure, so. sure. But you said that was uh, that was the last thing you had. There? That was my final point. Yes. All right. Why well, I'm thoroughly enjoyed learning more about those gods. So I hope you guys did too. And uh, I will be no no no. We'll be back tomorrow and tomorrow's Sunday. So we'll be back with. Patreon. And then I'll get the weekly wrap up out. And then we'll be back on Monday with. Um, what? Will, 48. 48. Yeah. Isaiah, like, Isaiah chapter 48. I was trying to pull up the other window. <laughs> I thought wife might have been prepared, but she wasn't. So, uh, Well, I didn't know you were going to ask me that. I ask you literally at the end of every weekend episode. And am I ever prepared? Actually, I ask you at the end of every single episode. So, what but am I ever prepared? You are very rarely prepared. So, who is the bigger problem here? Me, who's never prepared, or you, who doesn't learn and act accordingly? That your wife will probably not be 
prepared. Yahweh for not existing and not telling me what to do. Facts. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do better in the coming new year. Hashtag (laughs) goals. All right. That was our podcast for today. Uh, We will see you guys next time. Bye. Wife. Do you know what we're doing? Well, we're getting to this a little late, and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. blame New Year. Yeah, because we kept saying, um, yeah, we'll just do it tomorrow, and then it was New Year's Eve, and we're like, I mean, the next day, and now it's New Year's yeah, We day. always forget every single year, this time of year, mm-hmm. everything is way too fucking hectic. Yeah. And we never, we never see that we until we're on ahead. it. We never plan ahead, because, you know what? Here's the thing, because we're homebodies, and so we don't normally have to plan around family events because we don't do a lot during the year. Well, it's just yeah. this end of the time, end of the year time period that suddenly we're like, oh shit, we have to go to all the houses all, all at once. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that happened, but um, so we are doing a special episode today. We are, which is our Patreon. That's right. And what are we doing? To, like, what are we going over today? Well, I thought that we would do like your standard end of the year, beginning of the new year, uh, retrospective and looking forward kind of thing. And at the same time, um, kind of have one of our meetings that we have every once in a while. But you, mean have it, you and I like you and I on the air on the air. Meeting? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of share our thought process and how that works and what we're hoping to do in the coming year okay well that sounds good yeah you uh you ready to hop into this i am all right let's do it okie dokie all right so i thought we would start with a very short retrospective okay of how we did last year got it um i didn't ask you to look up any stats as far as like numbers like we don't want to be exact or anything. Well, no, no, no. I just mean, like, um, how many listeners or how many sure. downloads or whatever. Um, because I'm going to be honest with you. When podcasts do that, like, my brain tunes out. Like, I right. can't even hear what they're saying. Sure. Because I'm not interested in other people. I'm interested in me as a listener and what I want. Well, let me just give you a brief. Oh, Like, okay. so we... We picked up a lot of listeners. Did we? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was it was really nice. Like I honestly, since we've been doing this podcast, our listenership has pretty much been on a you know straight up traje- trajectory. So straight up trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had trouble with that. But uh, awesome. Yeah, it's been we've been doing really well. Um, it, it still doesn't make us like worldly famous or anything, but nah, you know, nah. it's it's fun to have people that enjoy what we're doing. I will say that I have been very much enjoying that when we do our weekly Discord lives, oh which my are gosh. every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on Discord, you guys. Yeah, if you aren't there, you're missing out. You are. Um, what I was going to say is I enjoy looking forward to those, and there are like four or five people who just drop their schedule every week to show up. To listen to us record live and then to stick around after the event and chat with us. And most of them are our patrons, too. Yeah. So, But you don't have to be a patron to join in this. Right. And it's so fun because we just 
hang out. But they do have to be a patron to hear this episode. They do. They do. <laughs> That's funny. Who am I even talking to? I don't know. So, um, anyway, you should join us if you if you are interested and yeah. so inclined. No, it's a really, really fun um, experience for everybody, I think. And um, it's just something we really look forward to every week. I think so. it's probably one of my favorite things that we do with the podcast, even though... What's really funny is we're always like, oh, shit, it's Tuesday <laughs> at about 6 p.m. Yeah. And so then suddenly our evening is like in a super rush to be done with everything to be ready to go live at 10 p.m. Right. And right. so it feels like all the way up to that moment, it feels like, God damn it. Yeah. And then as soon as we check in, it's like, oh, yeah. Why were we stressed? We're like getting together with friends. Yeah. So. And I think we just implemented that this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. that's something that we did this year. Come be our friend, you guys. Yeah. It's so it's, much fun. I, I've never enjoyed a, a social media platform more than Discord because mm-hmm. it just allows us this space where we can interact with people in such a seamless manner or not. Like, I mean, you know, I, it's there, there's always people on there chatting about different things, which is great. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's not just that we're atheists talking about atheism like what you're doing is not showing up to talk about the episode or talk about religion and your lack thereof or whatever what you're doing is showing up to hang out with people who also aren't religious right so we'll talk about like shows or books or yeah it's just a really great community and you don't have to worry about religion coming up in (laughs) except in the context of from an atheist perspective right or ex you know christian perspective sure so or questioning agnostic it's just like a safe space where you don't have to worry about somebody saying i'll pray for you (laughs) right right. unless they say so ironically yeah yeah so So, that's fun and you should join us you should sorry i didn't mean to go on but that's how i do no that's one of my favorite things that we've started this year Mm -hmm. so that that's a good thing to bring up yeah yeah okay so um another thing i wanted you to look up this time I did ask you to look up. Yes. Was our greatest hits. Do you have greatest so, hits from this last year? Yeah, I'm I'm going to it's a very general list here because there's something that happens with our podcast specifically and that's that basically all of our Genesis episodes are in the top 10. Mm, so mm. that that makes sense because um our our podcast is somewhat episodic in that if you are a fan, you generally listen from the beginning in order because we're reading each chapter. Which if you're one of those people, I mean, kudos to you because, Bless ya. wow, yeah, we put out a lot of fucking material. Yeah. And uh, so our biggest episode that a guy listened to was Genesis chapters one through three mm-hmm. um, by far. And then... The next ones that aren't Genesis. Outside of Genesis, yes, yeah. Is um, our Lilith, ep- Lilith episode. Oh, that's interesting. And we had one that was originally just a Patreon episode, but then we released it later. I think it was like six months later or something as a as a full episode to everybody. And that was The Seven Laws of Noah. Oh, So those wow. are our other two that made the top ten list. Oh, no! What happened? Well... This is a special Patreon episode, actually, which means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things. 
and, and goodies too. So, you know, go do that. So this was just a teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay, just Bye. checking. Okay. Bye. 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 Hey wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 